they do every Thanksgiving they watch Paul Blart Mall Cop two, <laughs> and they talk about it, and they've done it for nine years now. I guess next year is going to be number ten, and that's the only thing that I'm still listening to. and stood and he saw for a brief moment the absolute truth of the world. The cold relentless circling of the intestate earth. Darkness implacable. The blind dogs of the sun in their running. The crushing black vacuum of the universe. And somewhere 200 animals trembling like ground foxes in their cover. Borrowed time and borrowed world and borrowed eyes with which to sorrow it. For the earth was empty of form, and void, and darkness was all over the face of the deep, and we said, look at that fucker dance. Welcome to Eat Death of the Universe, a podcast that will not stop doing yoga 24-7 until all the hostages are released. Bring them home, each and every last Israeli hostage. Not any other kind of hostage. Slava Israelia. It is 12.21 p.m. KST. November 25th, Josh's voice here, and Mr. Cohort above me in the Zoom box, Tim, across the Pacific. How does it go? It's going well. I'm excited to be back here for another exciting (laughs) episode of reheat death of the universe the only podcast where we review the different ways of reheating and enjoying thanksgiving leftovers the day after Uh, (laughs) how are you doing tonight josh good i'm i'm so pleasantly surprised to find the 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 thematic shift to the podcast yeah you excited Um, for this one now how do what how do you do the turkey when you reheat the turkey i've got my ways but what do you like (laughs) Ah, well, you gotta put the glass you know, of water in the microwave. Everyone knows that one. Anyways, uh, is this one of those questions you don't really want me to answer? You can do whatever you like. Feel free. <laughs> well, yeah, you brought up Thanksgiving in Korea last time, and I started to answer. You're like, I don't want you to answer these questions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really haven't celebrated properly Thanksgiving for like 12 years because i've just never been in the u.s when it happens 
I guess there's some like expats somewhere that like, because like Turkey is basically like uh, not a consumed animal here. Um, but I guess some expats like I don't know order it expensively from somewhere and try to recreate their traditions. But to give a, a seri- deadly serious answer about how left with leftover turkey, I mean, I was always a big fan of the uh, even just eating it cold, the cold sandwich. Fair, fair. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, I just, I do, I just do it in a pan. I think, I think that's the best. That's way. That, that's that's a good way. Put a little Bypass oil. the microwave. Yeah, throw it in the pan. Put a lid on it. If you're gonna go, what you do is low heat. Throw some oil in there, th- get it hot, dump it around for a bit, a little bit, and then put a, uh, a, a cover over it. It holds in the moisture so it doesn't, you know, and uh, that's the way to do it. To me, that's the best way. But like I said, you know, people have their own things, got their own styles. Maybe do a turkey jerky. I was going to say fancy ass motherfuckers can use the air fryer, but I wonder if that dehydrates I'll dry it a little That'll bit. That'll dry it out. But if you want to do a turkey jerky situation, you could definitely do that in the air fryer. So, my new uh, my new uh, toaster oven. It's a you know it's a convection oven. It's got the air fryer settings and all that. It has a uh, a dehydrator setting on it, um, which is great because I do have a food dehydrator that I don't really ever use. So it's nice to now have two things that could do something that I want to do, but I just never do. Anyways, you know. That leads us perfectly into what has to be our first story today. Um, oh, is this talking uh, about the correction, or is it something else? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a correction. It's more right. of a reveal. <laughs> fair, fair. So last week we told you about the great humanitarian tragedy of of Snoop Dogg saying that he spent a lot of time reflecting and talking with his family and decided to give up smoke. Uh just to quickly recap, uh, Tim, you hypothesized that he was probably just going to release a brand of like non-smokable cannabis product, which is, I think, a very fine guess. Actually, a way better guess than what had ended up happening in reality, which is that he's uh, endorsed a smokeless fire pit. I'm trying to find the actual wording here. Yeah, that's it. it, it yeah, it, it's a... It's or a, stove is called. They it's call it's it called a solo stove. Solo stove. Solo yeah. stove. I, I don't know if if you're familiar with these things. They're they're all over the internet. They're just like, yeah, it's it's like a hybrid of a fire pit and a stove because it's got this ring around the outside that people use to cook things, and it's also you can put like ba- a basket kind of grill over the top, but it's also like a fire pit. It's 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 realistically at its core, it's like mimicking basically the communal fire of the tribes people of you know pre-civilized <laughs> human beings um and it just really shows it's that it's like it's yeah. like futuristic stainless steel or whatever it's what it's what it looks like from right. here this right. small picture but uh, i'm is, seeing a oh good well i'm just seeing a picture of of him like sort of warming his hands by the fire and below it the caption reads Snoop Dogg, the official smokesman of Solo Stove. Yeah. But it's smoke free, so why is he the smokes oh, spoke smokesman? <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, it's uh, just Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just showing it's it's really just people trying to go back. They're just trying to return return to the to our roots of 
being communal people who sit around the fire. Um, so you just, you turn like the cooking fire, the utilitarian nature of having like, it's the entertainment and it's the heat source and it's the, you know, the way that you cook, it's the way you produce your food as well. It's all in one. Um, and I guess it works. I don't know. People like that, right? Did you, did you used to do that? I used to do that when I was young and stupid and I hung out with some of the dumbest people in the world. Uh, you just like set a big fire and hang out around it while drinking beers. That would be like your night. Oh, sure. Yeah. Nothing you know? like, it's great. It's a great tradition that connects good. us to our ancestors, our ancestors who also sat around doing, doing one hitters and, uh, yeah. uh, drinking, drinking cheap beer. Natty bow. Yeah. Drinking Natty Bow and <laughs> hitting the hitting the one hitter. Maybe, maybe if you're really getting at it, you do a couple of tootskis. Um Milwaukee's Beast. Yeah, but uh, trying, to, yeah. trying to think of more slang, beer, like cheap beer terms that I can remember. I think the trick is just uh, not caring about Schlitz. hanging out with like some of the <laughs> stupidest people that have ever existed. Like that's the hard part for me. Like <laughs> interact with people and i'm just like jesus christ why is the average person so fucking dumb but it's just like everyone is just like it's fine we're all allowed to just be stupid who cares i i had some i had some good friends who i considered non-dumb that i've sat around a fire with but i hear what you're saying as well i've been to parties <laughs> yeah i've been in life um, it's the only it's the only time you're really gonna catch me sitting around with people that i kind of hate otherwise but um right. Uh, this, so like the <laughs> last week, it did lead us on a bit of a derailment as is kind of happening right now. We'll try to cut it off quickly here, but about the nature of Snoop Dogg celebrity in general. And basically to summarize, we were like, he's just a walking brand and has been since like 1996, probably. Um, and if you read some of this, like, copy that he's i mean he's like saying it like he's being interviewed but he's just clearly reading the copy it's kind of it's kind of funny and like you know it confirms exactly the shit we were saying about him being a a billboard a human billboard which i don't really even begrudge him for it's not it's not it's not sad it's just whatever it's just the nature it just is what it is yeah of the Milwaukee's beast. Um, but moving on from that, we've got, we've got pictures to choose from here today, uh, in a, in a bizarre experiment with the note, with the, uh, the podcast shorthand notes here. It's a lot of screenshots, good chunk of them coming from, uh, shout out, uh, true and on subreddit. I spent a lot of time there since we last talked. <laughs> a lot of posting this week. I'm not really much of a poster, but I kind of went. I went a little overboard on on the old True and Odd subreddit because I like it there. Good, good people, good folks. Um. So, all right. I guess we can start right here with. Uh, there's a ceasefire? Question <laughs> mark. It. I've already seen something like right before we started that seems to be showing that there's a bunch of uh, I don't know blaming on coming from both sides about the ceasefire already being broken like within 15 minutes, which is unsurprising, but you know not great all the same. I guess I don't know how true that is. I didn't really have time to to do all my my gumshoeing journalism doing and look into it. But uh, in any case. 
while I was preparing this episode, there was some idea of a four, maybe five day, it kept kind of changing, ceasefire, mostly to allow for a hostage exchange. Israel was going to release 150 hostages slash prisoners, administrative detainees, in exchange for 50 uh, Israeli hostages through Hamas. Hamas also threw in an extra four on humanitarian grounds that they were like people that needed, you know, like medical treatment or things they couldn't offer them. Something I have a hard time envisioning Israel doing. Just like, ah, oh, here's some, you know what? Here's some extra, extra hostages. We got plenty of them. We got them coming out of our ears, folks. Right, exactly. We got plenty of hostages the number... for you. You get a hostage. That's what's you so... get a hostage, and You get a hostage. <laughs> exactly. When I first read the numbers, I was like, I immediately thought of like all the fucking just the evil chuds, like Dr. Eli, who, whatever, Eli David, or, you know, all these people, these figures who just have the most vile commentary and how I could just imagine them being like, oh, they get 150 and we only get 50. Well, let's just take a glance at like the, 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 the numbers. So let's say at what I understand is that Hamas had 200 hostages, like in total, roughly. Um, and then like the PIJ had like the, the other 40. There were like 240 total. Meanwhile, there's like official numbers say there's 8,300 people being detained in Israel. Of course, apologists might shoot back, well, maybe some of those are actual criminals who belong in jail. Sure, maybe a few of them are, but it's well known that a lot of them are quote-unquote administrative detainees, which means they've not been charged with anything and they're indefinitely imprisoned. Um, But yeah, if you wanted to actually work out the Work out the math. 100% of people that are being held in jail are prisoners. So it is. Well, (laughs) and you know that you can't trust prisoners because of everything that we've ever seen in the media. Prisoners are bad. So argue with that, Mr. Faxman. (laughs) I can't. That's a new nickname. I'm dead. That's a new nickname. (laughs) Mr. Faxman. Oh, boy. Mr. Faxman. Well, here's some facts. If they did want to be proportionate. And we know that Israel is very interested in proportionate responses to things. Yeah, Israel's uh, major stance on proportion is, why so much? <laughs> they, well, yeah, well, depending on what we're talking about, yeah. If we're talking about retaliatory carpet bombing, kind of maybe goes the other way. But I, I did some math stuff, and yeah, it would mean that over 2,000 Gazan hostages would be returned to Gaza for the 50 Israelis. But of course, that will not happen. So there's that, this hostage exchange slash ceasefire in scare quotes. Maybe more on that next time. I don't know. But there's this there's this one little bit I'd been wanting to get to at least for like a, a week or two since I saw it, when uh, the Israeli government released this uh, this like PR video or whatever that was about like bringing bringing all the hostages home, and it's just this like giant choreographed yoga session. Um, it's just something really uh, surreal and and gross and weird about it because like. 
they have pictures of the hostages on their yoga mats, which they're like like flopping their bodies down upon. And then they're also like putting the pictures of the hostages on their bodies while they're like stretching and something like mildly <laughs> sexualizing about it on top of everything else. And I don't know if you've ever seen any of this, but a lot of a lot of uh, Israeli military propaganda takes, you know, conventionally attractive gals and uh, puts like machine guns on them and shit to try to make the military look cool um so yeah they're not they're not beyond using a little a little tna action for any cause that's what i'm saying um dr eli david he keeps posting these obviously like <laughs> manipulative um things where he's he's basically bitching about the hostage exchange. He's saying, here's what Israel gets. And it's like, Amelia Aloni, five-year-old cute little girl, her crime, being Jewish. Put next to that, evil, <laughs> darker tones, literally, <laughs> surrounding the picture. Hamas gets back. Someone whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Sorry. I, it will just be worse if I try. But 26 years old, a lady... Crime stabbed two Israeli civilians when she was 18 years old. Okay, number one, you this just story obviously sucks. Like, I do not like that. I do not like hearing about this. This is bad. This is a bad story, and I don't like hearing it. Continue. You're like handpicking, obviously, who you're going to compare, right? So right off the bat, it's unfair and stupid um, to try to be like, all of our hostages are these beautiful five-year-old angels, and all of the ones that we keep in in our uh, dungeons are, you know, evil stabbers <laughs> and whatnot. Then, like, you take a quick look at, you know, comments, and there's people debunking this immediately. And, like, not only did this woman not stab people, especially just, you know, without any context or unprovoked, but she just didn't at all. She was just, she was instead harassed and ultimately shot four times she survived, but you know she she was attacked. So it's just that classic like projection shit that keeps happening yeah. within the whole conflict. It's like oh whatever we do, we're gonna say our enemy does, you know, type of shit, and it's just never ending. And that's but a drop in the bucket. And that and I'm not basing that I'm not basing that off of like what just some random person on Twitter said, like you know their sources to like back up this story. It's like very clear cut case of what happened to her. And then she was, yeah, she was still ultimately thrown in jail because I mean, I don't want to get into the whole thing, but like there were like numerous eyewitnesses, Israelis who were saying, no, like she was being harassed and she was unarmed and she was ultimately shot. See, you can see those bullets in her body there. Like, and and the the police literally told the eyewitnesses to shut up, <laughs> and then they just like arrested this woman. So it's like if you are gonna make this ridiculous propaganda again, like just the propaganda being so poorly thought out, at least choose someone that actually committed a crime to like put next to like your little angel or whatever. Just fucking pure moron, this guy. Do you know this guy? I only heard of him because. Um, Twitter now sh shows me things that I, that I that I uh, that it tells me I want to see 
<laughs> Unless sure. I click on things that I want to see from people I follow. And I actually, this doctor, Dr. Eli David comes up consistently at the top of my feed. It took me months to get uh, Twitter to stop doing the thing where it like uh, always switches back to the For You page instead of the... Yeah, the, For You, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah <laughs> instead of the, the chronological. But now, like for the most part, it always stays on the For You for me. So I do not get fed weird shit like this because i just stay on the chronological thing um but yeah i've never i've actually never seen this asshole before dr eli david he looks like a real piece of shit um yeah but, he's uh, bad <laughs> but I, I am a i do like what is this this is hamas receive uh saruk dawati 26 year old crime stabbed two israeli citizens when she was 18 years old and I will say that she is certified smoke show of the week. She's looking pretty good. So I don't really care about whatever else he's talking about. And I think it's pretty cool that you stab people when you're 18. I think that that's pretty beast of her um, because she is hot. And that's all that really matters to me. Anyways. Um, <laughs> this is this is your allyship. <laughs> yes, exactly. I am more than willing to overcome adversity and get a get an erection to a Hamas stabbing <laughs> uh, criminal and IDF's hot IDF babes. I am willing to find them both sexually attractive. That is the way that I will bridge to the divide. It takes a lot, and I am a big man for being able to do it. But I'm I will do it. You know, there's there's someone that's on the docket towards the end here. Maybe we could just bring it up now because it, it's as well. very much like what you were saying. Uh, this one is marked number 14. It's way at the bottom. It's the uh, LinkedIn lunatics. <laughs> so oh, sure, pretty- sure. So you, yeah. So his, it's in, this entitled. Is, this is uh, the um, Jason is on the show in spirit of the. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Yeah, I only, I only, uh, whatever, subscribed, joined LinkedIn Lunatics yeah. because he pointed it out. Uh, although I will also say I haven't seen anything very interesting on it until this, but I haven't been really checking it either. Anyway, crying over this incredible story of love and respect for both sides of a devastating war. I mean. Your version of this was much funnier, but basically, I'm not. I'm not gonna read the whole thing. Although some of it is kind of funny. Uh, okay, this guy Deepak Vargis Sam Sam, a business strategist, a LinkedIn lunatic, if you will. He writes, a friend of mine recently asked me about my stance on the Israeli-Hamas war. I think it is prudent that I make my stance known. When I went on my religious pilgrimage to Israel, the Israelis treated me like a king. They opened roads that were closed down for me. Let me shop as a sole customer. I forgot how funny this is, actually. A sole customer in a 2,000 square foot feet store and even provided me with feedback on some of my theories about the Bible. Parentheses, my company is named after a biblical city. <laughs> Wait a Squeeze that in there, bud. I am sorry, man, but a Muslim guide in Egypt acted out and helped me stop someone who was harassing my mom. And another Muslim guide helped us decipher some passages from the Bible. Again, with this. I'm a quote Ali here. 
and no Palestinian HR <sighs> manager ever oh. called me underqualified. What is this word salad? <laughs> I do like that. I do like that. I like that quite a bit. I do like transitioning the N-word into underqualified. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. <laughs> when things start hitting the fan, when things, I stand with those who support my faith. But that does not take away from my love and respect for the Jordanian, Egyptian, or the Palestinian. Leaving out a lot of other folks that's kind of specific there, but all right. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's the, the three genders, Jordanian, <laughs> Egyptian, and Palestinian. You take that uh, back, there's only two... Egyptian yeah. is not a gender. There's more than three. Was that it's a way of life? Was that what Biden what Biden said when they asked him how many genders are there, and he said more than three? I think oh, that was his oh, Brandon. Answer, which yeah, is Brandon. Very good. Brand, Brandon yeah, said yeah. it. I think he said at least three. <laughs> at least three. Something that's like good. That. That's good. I and like it, that. I like that. That was a like lot, his mo- last, most like quick, off the cuff, lucid moment. Coherent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just all downhill from miss, there. I miss that. I miss the real Brandon. Speaking of Brandon, I mean, we can go to number. Oh no, we can go to number eleven on here. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about this other than yes. it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, I'm sure some of our listeners must have seen this. If if, oh, if not, God. check the yeah, show yeah, notes. Yeah. I mean, the kind of cheesy, funny thing about the post. This particular post of this that I like is that uh, the way they make it their own is by uh, editing the X-Files theme music over the video. And uh, to paint a picture for the, the listener, Biden was at some kind of dinner meeting event for the victims of the, uh, the wildfires in Maui. And some, <laughs> some uh, brilliant, brave soul busted out their camera and kind of. Uh, I feel like the Secret Service would have Cut some would have, would have like, grabbed the camera if they'd seen this happening, because they got yeah. him looking real sundowny. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I like. I like it. This is. I. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty neat. The way that he looks, um, <laughs> he looks, he looks lucid and coherent. He looks like he's vibing. Yeah, why don't out. why don't you paint, um, paint us a paint us a picture exactly what okay. he's looking like? Well, even before we get into it, like I feel like you're miscategorizing it because it's definitely not a dinner because I don't see a fully cooked infant in front of him. <laughs> um, and you know that that's what these freaks. He actually, he actually kind of looks eat. like he's. If you just see this tight shot, he looks sort of like he's in like a like a black Baptist church revival type meeting. Sure, sure. The I ladies got their finest flowery um, hats on and whatnot. Right. The only problem with that is that that lady right there, that's like over his shoulder, is, is clearly Filipino. Um, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I guess she can go to a black Baptist church if she if she must. But uh, but yeah, the weirdest part about it I'm is how much flower he doesn't hats, look. Not races here. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. But um, it's just it, the weirdest part about it is like how much his like jawline and his jowls sink in, and he just does not. It just doesn't look like the same guy. He's not like put together, you know. When he doesn't have his makeup on, when he doesn't have his full team, he's <laughs> not mewing. It on a Do you know how to I mew? Have you heard of? 
Have you heard of? Have, do you know what a Mew is? Do you a know what Mew? that is? It's a thing where you you. It's like this thing that that girls get obsessed with. It's the it's a way to hold your mouth and your tongue, so it makes your jawline look more pronounced. And they call it mew, like mewing, or is it just like mew? jutting your jaw yeah. out? Basically, but it's like the way that you position. Your, it also has to do with the way you hold your tongue inside of your mouth. Okay, and it makes your jawline like firm it's- up. And I feel like Biden does that normally because you look at this and you just don't see. He, he has no chin. I mean, he's really like well, melting. He doesn't into have a chin here. because his 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 skull is like slumping into his chest because he's like right. he's passing right. out very in slow motion. But the the more because we've seen him fall asleep in public before, and 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 that and that's another sure. another point that I'll bring up in a second. But like. The the remarkable the more remarkable part about this shot to me is the look of terror and confusion on his face before he starts to fall asleep. Which uh, this guy on Twitter, I don't know how well known he is, doesn't really matter. But he had a, I mean, I want to credit him. That's why I'm saying uh, Rob Rousseau. He he had a, he had a nice take on this. Uh, which was he looks like he's receiving a psychic message from a boy trapped in a haunted hotel, which I thought was pretty spot on. Yes, um, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely that was the best I think that, I, and that was the first one I saw, and then everything else after that was just like, eh, not as good. Yeah, that he looks like he's getting a message from a, a, a <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever. I can't think of the word uh, psychological. Nah, psycho. Anyway. But yes. A shiner, um, someone with with the shining, good. shining abilities. Yeah, he's getting the, the, the shinning. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, uh, I already mentioned that the X-Files music was played over at least one of these videos. Both, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. The, 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 he looks he, good. Yeah. Four more years, I think, is, is right. I agree with that. Yeah. The, uh, the, um, the, 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 and if you don't vote for him, then you are voting for <laughs> Trump and you're also voting for racism it's, or I don't it's such a simple anymore. sarcastic like uh comment but it it kind of got it made me it made me uh lol you know as the kids say they pronounce each letter when they're talking about it um yeah just uh on 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 true and on subreddit looking good four more years and then just terrified uh nodding off on fentanyl biden yeah where do we go from nodding yeah, off biden like. i think we I think well i mean he's also he's a big fan of future that's the thing that people there they don't realize he's he's into mumble rap <laughs> he likes he likes future those are his people that he's into he's like little xan so he's just that's why he looks like that all the time because he's barred out and this is barred out Biden, and they can't tell him to stop. And he's like, "It's cool. I don't care. It doesn't matter what you guys say about juice." <laughs> R.I.P. to the god. He said, "I would have. Uh, he should have just fucking. He should have not like worried about it. I would have pardoned his ass as soon as he got into the airport, and I would have brought him directly to the White House so that we could hang out." And that's the thing that people. I gotta are say, I'm not gonna let you steal barred out valor from our queen Kamala. I think Biden's getting straight up. Fent injections, like he looks real. Sure, messy. I mean that's where he picked it up from. <laughs> that's the part that people don't understand. Like, oh, he picked Kamala to be his vice president because he committed to having a black woman vice president or whatever. No, no, no. He picked Kamala because he's like, they damn, can I'm swap, to they can swap pills. <laughs> yeah, 
They're trading pills. They, they, he's like, I'm trying to fucking get... He's like, I got fucking vintage quaaludes <laughs> from the back in the day that you've never even heard of, Mac. And that's what he's really getting into with he's, Kamala. See, he's got the adrenochrome, but not the shit you're thinking of. Not the QAnon bullshit. He's got the shit from Fear and no, Loathing. No, no, no. That real the shit. real shit. Yep. <laughs> um, anyway, ceasefire for the holidays sort of continued. I mean, we, the ceasefire, nothing more to say about that. But there was an... In, well, it's tenden- tangentially connected, I guess. Uh I I heard a a, the, a theory. I'll just read what this person said. Uh, I'll credit them again. This is a sub a true and on subredditor. Uh, solidarity, less country twenty seven sixty seven said their dipshit plan really is to do a quick four day pause in the genocide of the Palestinians so that American hogs can gorge on turkey in Black Friday deals. And then they'll try to shut down all news about it starting on Monday. They really think we are this fucking stupid. They think you are a goldfish. It won't work. And also, don't buy anything on Friday. <laughs> I and I so I started talking to this guy a little bit, and he had uh, he said that he he goes like full on like ascetic, uh, like doesn't uh, doesn't partake in any of the shit. Which you know, more power to you. It obviously, you know, doesn't really make a dent in uh, Cyber Monday or Black Friday or whatever. But I respect someone, uh, you know, taking a break from everything in some, some some sort of protest, however effective or not. But uh, what did he, he told me something about Cyber Monday that I wasn't actually I think I did know this. Yeah. Yeah, Cyber Monday emerged at a time when, like, people didn't sure. necessarily, you know, pre-smartphones and, like, pre-everyone yeah. having high-speed internet. And so people would use, like, their work computers on Monday to, to, to get those shopping deals. Sure, sure. Um, uh, I mean... That's I re- I remember when Cyber Monday became. Yeah, I kind thing. of do too. I I, it, 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 I was just the foggy on it. That. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I guess. Do you think uh, we should hit this? Uh, hit the the. I don't even know. I can't tell what the number. I don't think there's a number on this one. One point three two, whatever the the DSA. When you're talking about Cyber Monday, you're talking about the Black Friday deals. Oh yeah. You want to talk about the uh, DSALA? Um. They did. They posted a tweet that was like, "If you're if you're buying gifts this weekend, this weekend they won't say Black Friday, even though they're posting this on literally Black Friday. Uh, if you're buying if you're buying gifts this weekend, get something special for the socialist in your life. Uh, support our organization in LA with beautiful union made swag. Everything in the store thirty percent off through the weekend. You know, holiday twenty twenty three is the thing. If anyone wants to buy something from the you know DSA LA, go for it. Get thirty percent off, but." I mean, you want to talk about, again, you want to talk about the way that capitalism just, like, takes the counterculture and just, like, ingests it and synthesizes it into its own. You talk about the DSA and the way that it's just, like, fully been absorbed. You know, the DSA used to actually be something, and now you've got, I would guess, one of the larger, you know, chapters of the DSA here in Los Angeles 
doing fucking Black Friday sales. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, where are we? What, what is going on here, Josh? Well, it is the DSA, which I, you know, I think I had a, a couple of minutes of thinking they were they were true blue and decent. <laughs> um, but sure, sure. But it kind of lost... Uh, any real interest in them kind of at the, you know, basically at the same rate and pace or whatever as like losing any kind of hope in someone like AOC or whatever. Um, right. And also I just gotta say, yeah, but I'm, I mean, I guess my point is like, I get where you're coming from on that, but that's like relatively recent when it comes to the history of the DSA. Yeah. They used to, they used to be. The DSA has existed for decades of being like solid. Yeah. And I'm saying yeah. it's a shame that they've become there's more mo- mostly a punchline, and this is like one of those right. punchlines. Because like when you sent when you right. sent me this 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 tweet, I actually didn't even see it as a tweet at first. I just saw the image, and I was like, "Why are you sending me this?" <laughs> right? <laughs> are you recruiting me? Uh. And the, and I was like, and I started looking at each product that's in the picture. And I was like, I don't like any of these. These are like embarrassing. I don't want none of this. The one that just the bumper sticker that says socialism is good, comma, actually, you know, red rose. Yeah, that is so I'd base. rather be taking public transit. Base, I feel like there's something sick about putting a pro pro public transit bumper sticker on your car i don't know yeah on your car seemed... yeah that's fucking gross that is so like i get it it's like okay no ethical consumption under capitalism Every, you know people gotta drive and i still but i still want my politics to be known but it's like come on man you gotta know how that looks especially to like people that it's like you're not winning anybody over with that <laughs> especially to me Someone who lives in Los Angeles, who and you do actually has been, you, you know, an bike avid, everywhere for the most part, a bike commuter for a decade, and you know, takes public transit primarily. Before we started, I like it might be in the like the preamble, but I was talking about how like I w- had the train <laughs> schedule pulled up because I'm planning my weekend around what train trips I'm going to take. Like to be like, oh no, ethical consumption. How could I do anything? Oh, you know, you have to deal with it. Like fuck off like i see that i'm just like no fuck off. like be about it put your money where your mouth is and actually fucking do it it's not that hard but it is too hard i guess for a lot of people whatever like and that's not even necessarily related to the dsa right because the dsa is democratic socialism and there's nothing about socialism that says you have to be an environmentalist right i guess i mean like, some people could argue otherwise i but feel yeah, like I know what killing mean, the planet yeah, yeah. You get my point. It's not but, like, in, I feel like, yeah. yeah, I definitely do get that you're not pro-social uh, by killing the planet, right? <laughs> like, it's not, there's nothing pro-social about killing the planet. So, yeah, I think they go hand in hand, but it's not necessarily required. Anyways, but yeah, that that's, it's just so incredibly fucking cucked to be like, I'm driving my car, but I'd rather be taking public transit. Well... I could get that if you lived in fucking Wyoming or some shit, but you live in Los Angeles and there actually is. And that's the thing that people like to use the cover of historically being like, oh, oh, public transit in L.A. It's so bad. It's so it's so bad. And everyone just nods their head and goes, yeah, 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 it's bad. Yep, 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 it's bad. No, that's true. It's very bad. And then when the rubber meets the road and you actually do it, it's like. 
the public transit system here is better than 99% of every other fucking city in America. Like, what are you complaining about? Isn't that... Our public transit system here is very good. It was like... I only learned this kind of recently. I mean, I don't... Yeah, but like, I'm sure you you know this, like, historical fact, but like... There, there were like there was like a way better sort of like train and maybe like I may have been even a subway system at some point. Yeah, like trolleys um, and stuff, yeah. and like trolleys and all of that. But like, <laughs> much like in the movie uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the the evil villains just wanted to build giant super highways through everything, and so like essentially like a lot of those pu- those p- kind of public transportation projects got like destroyed oh yeah for because sure. of just you know these interstate uh development plans and yeah but but i uh, yeah i know what you're saying because like i didn't I've i I'd, to, i had heard that line yeah. so much in my life <laughs> mainly i guess for probably listening to like la comedian podcaster type people right. and then the like i guess i've only been to la once um but when i was there i was like Oh, they they have a subway <laughs> system. There is something. Yeah, it exists we do. because I actually I was like, oh, I want to go to I want to go to ASCAT, you know, and like see some uh, see some comedy. Yeah. And I had like very 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 little a short amount of time there. I was there for like my sister's wedding, but I didn't and I didn't have a driver's license. And I was like trying to figure out how I could get there by subway. And anyway, I ultimately failed, but point is uh yeah i think it'd be much easier now yeah this was yeah this was a few years ago yeah um well there's like there's a there's a ucb that's even easier to get to that's right in the middle of hollywood the sunset it used to be kind of more anyways this is not people don't need to get this the minutia that's not what it's about right but yes like the public transit system here is very good it's and again, it's like comparatively. When you say like, "Oh, the public transit here is so bad," it's like compared to what? Compared to what? I mean, they're, like, just, they're I've they're, been to. They're most comparing of, it to New York, yeah. I'm sure. Even then, even then, I don't. I would not argue that like New York's public transit system is so much better than LA's. Really, I. I mean, I don't like, really have any idea. I just know that like you can like sure. there's. There's definitely like more subway stops and more bus stops. Probably there's definitely like more per subway stops. Mile or it's whatever. throughout a little bit better. <laughs> sure, per mile in the densest part of the city, I'll give you all of that. But LA does a better job because of just because of how big we are and how much more space we have. Yeah. Because there are large sections of New York, especially when you get out into like way out onto the islands, way out. Even, like, further out, like, and you're not even, I'm not even talking about, you know, I guess just the city. You could talk about the state, whatever, because the state is, New York State is probably close to the same size as all of L.A. County, right? And all of L.A. County is covered really well with public transit, and all of New York State is not. And there's, like, when you get out into the boonies, and then also talking about connecting into, like, Long Island, which I think, in a lot of ways, oh, not Long Island, New Jersey, like... I think that you could compare that to something like like Long Beach and out in that way for L.A. And we have like full connection with all of our transits there. That's really nice. Like, again, I'm not saying L.A.'s 
transit system is better than New York's. But I'm saying the idea it's a bad rap. <clears throat> that LA's transit is really bad, and then like the only place that you can talk about that's definitely better in America is New York. And I wouldn't even say that I 100% believe it. It's like, okay, then what? what is the fucking standard? What's the standard? What's the standard? Seoul metropolitan because area, we're better baby. Than every other city. Yes, there we go. There it is. Korea number one. Everyone else. I would. Do, I would say Tokyo yeah, but, then Seoul. They've got it. They've got a pretty sure. nice system going. Those places. That seems good. Yeah, I, Japan seems so much better. I would love to. It's very confusing, but it's just awesome. live there. It's yeah. very expensive. Seoul is yeah, super yeah. cheap. So in that way, I would say Seoul has the upper hand. But all right, well that's better. I mean that's that's a way to measure things, right? Money. That's how people measure things. They care about money. <laughs> yeah, like the DSA. Anyway. get your Black Friday thirty yeah. percent off deals now. <laughs> I just have to point out a it's couple more of their items. The I can't even Friday. read what the one the like the yellow T-shirt says, but it looks like a like an anthropomorphized rose. Doing something with sunglasses. That is the that's that's Rosie. That's Rosie the LA DSA Rosebud logo. No, that is a logo that they use pretty regularly. I don't know its name, but yeah, it is. It's a rose that looks like a dude with sunglasses. It's like the pseudo a pseudo ironic like eighties style tank top that says socialism totally is totally radical. Don't like that. <laughs> I break I break yeah, no for thanks. picket lines might be the best of the bunch. That's very good. I do like that's, that. That's all right. I like that that green the the green shirt the green that, uh, deal. that looks like a like a uh it looks like the logo for like an ethically sourced CBD company. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like that's the vibe or, that it, gives. or, or, like, or oh, a yeah, Japanese like and pro Japanese imperialist army. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like it's it, it hits both quadrants when it comes to that. I love that one a lot. Um, you know, that's, it's just, it's solid stuff. They've got the foam fingers doing the LA sign. That's a, that's good. Everyone wants that. Um, yeah, I guess we can continue on. This is, you know, enough from the DSA, but when we talk about sales, we're talking about Black Friday. We're talking about the, you know, the reason for the season, which is spending money. Everyone knows well, that. We talked, we talked um, about how, how, uh, Biden was looking pretty tired Biden tired. Javier Millet wired. <laughs> yeah, we got a new, a new villain in town, folks. And man, he's uh, he's villainous, cartoonishly, mustache twirlingly villainous. New president of Argentina, Javier Millet. Millet, Millet, yes. Uh, where to even begin with this guy? Well, Al Jazeera writes, Who is Javier Millet, Argentina's far-right populist politician? An admirer of Trump, the 52-year-old leader rocks Argentina's political establishment after winning most votes in Sunday's primary election. Millet has pledged to, quote, blow up the political status quo, shutter the central bank, dollarize the economy, smart, and massively shrink the state, double smart. Um, this guy is fucking crazy, and I mean that this in both senses of he's idiot. like, 
he's he's nutty and wacky and eccentric, but also he's supposed su- reportedly actually like um and not in not in, as some kind of mental disease. Cute, um I love my neurodivergence way, but in the like I had a mental yeah. breakdown on national television way and I wheeled a chainsaw around at my events kind of way. Um so many th- He's what we call a manic pixie dream <laughs> prime minister. Yes. Uh, president, please. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Argentina. <laughs> They're cooked and they have presidents. They might have a prime minister too. I'm um, not sure. I don't think they do. Um, probably got both. I hope they do because they need backup to fight this fucking yeah, asshole. And, oh, God, this guy's insane. All right, let's start with like the the craziest th- shit that I can at least just remember. Let's get into remember it. Remember without looking at it, because like the Ben Norton video on this is a solid hour, because you know he dives deep into like the serious shit, but he talked about a lot of the funny stuff too. Um, so this guy, he's an anarcho capitalist for one. Like he's he's like a lot of the news articles are like first. Uh, anarcho-capitalist president <laughs> or at least you know openly one and here's the here's the other little thing that always bothers me is when these people get called populists it's such a like misuse of the term but i guess the term is just being like i don't know redefined ever since trump basically all right wait but hold on before we move on suck cockulus <laughs> Right, you get it. It's like a, he. That's what he is. Is this uh, okay? Got it. <laughs> Play on populist. <laughs> Just note that. Just note that one down. Instead of populist, he's a suck cockulist. It's hard to say, <laughs> but you get it. Um. Uh, yes, he's a fiery far right suck cockulist who has emerged as the biggest winner on Sunday's primary election. Uh, 52-year-old politician has exploited people's disenchantment with the traditional political establishment, blah, blah, blah. So basically, things have been so kind of fucked in Argentina of late that people who know this guy is a lunatic and don't agree with his politics have voted for him. It's truly like, you know, people like accuse some, like, Americans of certain stripes <laughs> of you know if you don't vote for vote for biden you're a you know you're an accelerationist you want trump to win just to like drag the country into the ground so things can get better from there but like they're really kind of putting their money or their mouth is with that here it feels like i feel like i've seen a number of like quotes from people who are like yeah he's like a monster but we're tired of these you know uh, centrists, basically, on I, whatever they call themselves, they amount to the same thing, which is our economy being fucked and our lives being shitty. Um, so we'll just kind of burn it all down and hope for the best. Is kind of what this is signaling. It seems like, um, although there are for sure people that like really believe in this guy and actually like him a lot and his some of his his nickname is the madman like that's what his fans call him is the madman and because of his weird ass hairstyle they also call him the wig <laughs> the madman and the wig 
<laughs> I like that. I like Monday that. through Friday mornings. <laughs> it's like a drive time. Yeah. Um what else? Uh I mean there's there's so much more. He uh he claims to get economic advice from his dead dog. Uh Okay, but his not from his dead dog. Well, he did from when it was the alive. Clone of his dead dog. Yes. And yes, he has cl- No, he got he got he gets economic advice from the clones of his dead dog. Okay. You got me on the technicality. I thought he. I, have I to thought really, he. I thought the reason he cloned his dog was because out. he needed the economic advice to keep coming. But I. Uh, I don't know. Um. Uh, that was just. That I mean, was just probably. me guessing. Yeah. Um. Yes, he wants to purge politics of what he calls thieves. I mean, all all of his talking points are like very familiar. Like. You know, kind of. Oh no, I'm sorry. They're not calling him the first anarcho-capitalist president. They're calling him the first libertarian president, because you know, libertarian anarcho-capitalist basically go hand in hand. Um, I mean, one of the, the one of the major things, if he actually gets it done, that's going to really fuck people over is re-dollarizing the economy, like. Argentina was invited into BRICS, and uh, he's he's shot that down. He says he doesn't want to deal with communists. You know, communist countries like South Africa and India <laughs> and Brazil. Right, of course. Um, I mean, China, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. And that's even maybe stretching it. Will you? Will you give me I'm that? Just, I'm saying if if China is not a communist not, country, you know, I mean that's it's as close as you're gonna get uh, out of the BRICS countries. But anyway, right. So, so you shouldn't no, give I'm him. Not, that. I'm, He's I'm just not wrong. Really, <laughs> I'm not giving Javier anything. Um, Don't give him an inch. He'll he, take it. I'll he'll tell take you who mile. he's yeah, given an inch to. And yeah, I said an inch. His sister. Do you know about this? You know about this? You hear about this? No. He wants his sister to be the first lady of Argentina. (laughs) He's very close with her. He's not married. That (laughs) seems incorrect. It's not, though. That seems like not the right way to do that. Morally (laughs) incorrect. Well, I mean, no, but yes, both. I I don't know. It's true. Okay, uh, that was not okay. what I meant. Uh, I was talking about legal. Oh, legally correct. I was saying maybe I don't think that's legally correct yeah. or morally, I guess. I mean, maybe he's just trolling. Maybe factually but, but supposedly, correct. I mean, not supposedly. He, they are very close. She was like, she managed his like, campaign, I guess. And uh... Sure, and it's really hard to get even closer than like siblings who <laughs> fuck. That's about as close as you can get. And maybe he was, maybe he said it in a joking way, but he has says said that he would like. He has had sex with his yeah. sister, right? And like therefore, that's, that automatically was, qualifies her to be the first lady of, of Argentina. Yeah. Um, oh, what else? I'm sorry, Josh. Yeah. I, I can't let you slander this proud country. It's Argentina. Please say it properly. Argentina. 
<laughs> when we're talking about the country that has sister fuck the sister fucking president with the cloned retard dogs, we gotta say the name of the country properly. Do I also have to say Come Barcelona? <laughs> please, please do. What we what you have to say is that uh, Joe Biden is trying to get Barcelona out. What if I just? What if we uh, compromise and I call it Latinx Tina? I like that. I like <laughs> that a lot. You, we had a whole thing about. Uh, in fact, <laughs> not yeah. yeah. All right. No, it's good. Uh, <laughs> he about not saying Latinx. Yeah. Yes, yeah. in general. Yes, I don't. Oh no, like I it. kept I kept wavering on specifics. which one, and you just said Latin. Latin will do. Latin. Latin. But you should just say Latin. Latin is fine. Uh, no more no more Hispanic that's out. Damn. Hispaniola. Uh he's going to outlaw abortion. Oh, right. He's also going to outlaw being straight. He <laughs> says no more being straight. You only you're only allowed to be gay like me. <laughs> with my sister. Anyways. Everyone has to be gay with yes. my sister. Line up. <laughs> yep. Um, no, so but what goes hand in hand with this uh, uh, outlawing of abortion idea is that he wants he wants to um, basically put children and children's organs on the market. Adoption will be market driven now. To the highest bidder goes I the like child. That. Seriously, this is that this is sense. one of his platforms. <laughs> A lot of times what they say is that the problem with adoption, the, the reason why a lot of kids don't get adopted is because there is not a market place. And they're not sexy enough. They also say that. Yeah. So uh, when the cream rises <laughs> to the top or whatever, like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, he, I mean, he's very hostile towards like most of, uh, the Latin world around around Argentina as well. He's very much like ready to start fights with Brazil, Colombia, Peru. I believe Chile, of course Venezuela. He's not happy with, um, and so on. Nicaragua, just the whole mess of them. Because that's, I mean, that's the thing about this. Ha- whoa, 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 whoa. The whole mess of them? <laughs> You're calling these proud countries just a whole mess? Yeah. I'll try to be Come I'll on, try Josh. to be folksy. You're better I'll try than to that. Be folksy, you know, like a whole mess of something. It's just uh it's a lot. When you 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 don't do it right. I know. I don't no. have the accent. I'm, when you say it it sounds hateful. <laughs> Anyways. Well, that's because I'm hating them. I hate <laughs> I hate leftist countries secretly. I hate this <laughs> Just terrible, like, yeah, that's exactly. Anyways, continue. Um, let's see. Well, the Al Jazeera article is not super thorough, and that's what I was looking at. But uh, I feel like I just want to hit like some of the, the hits. I mean, the selling of children, that's a pretty big one. I think I, I think that's where I might be like top out off the top of my head at least, because um, that's not mentioned in the Al Jazeera article here. 
I do like that he waves the chainsaw around at his rallies. I think that's pretty funny. Um, it's because he wants to cut the government down to the bone, I believe was the quote. <laughs> Just, you know, less government. But I suppose this libertarian bullshit can lead us into something I did not expect to talk about this week, but it came up in the old subreddit. Um, someone was asking about... <laughs> it made me feel pretty old, because it was like, I know this is like deep history, like a throwback in history, but what the fuck was Ron Paul all about? <laughs> like, this person just was curious and, you know, looking for some input. <laughs> That's input. pretty good. And, That's like... Do you remember that? Do you okay? Were you in America at that time? Oh yeah, when the Ron Paul stuff was going on. Do you remember that shit? Because I was like in, out in the middle of Bumblefuck nowhere, Southern California Valley, and like you would still see like the revolution. Yeah, if you, all over if, the place. If, if if you go yeah. to uh, <laughs> number eight on the docket, I have a picture of that that very poster slash sticker yeah, yeah no I, okay. I see it i see it i see the sticker i see the thing but i would you would see it like on big like people painted it yeah. on the side of a building or like on the side of like a fucking a fence like on the freeway like there it was not just like bumper stickers and or i mean i would you I was I living mean? in, like, you know, ostensibly progressive Austin, Texas at the time of this. Um, and I remember seeing those stickers on, like, telephone poles and, like, signs everywhere. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, um, yeah, it was funny that there were, like... It just shows how sort of how bankrupt and how limited the choices are in in U.S. politics, I guess, in a way. Because like, what was that? The that was two thousand eight Republican race that he was in. Um, man, who was even running against then? I can't. I can remember the two thousand twelve lineup because that was like that. It was just like that bonkers lineup of. Uh, Rick Perry and uh, fucking the brain surgeon and the pizza man. <laughs> like, I'm forgetting all their names now, but they were like colorful characters. And I, I mean that in not in a racial way. Don't, don't try to get me on slandering uh, Ben Carson or whatever. Um, I'll let it go for now, but uh, but I will say one of the funniest things ever is the you know the come town bit that's like if these hands could eat pussy, that's, <laughs> it's very good. Anyways, yeah. continue on. My yeah, uh, never mind. Um, so all it just it just reminded yeah. So I started thinking about like Ron Paul back then and like what people like people on you know left of center for lack of better more precise terms liked about him was that he's like we need to get our troops out of these other damn countries but like the thing i at the time i knew it too i was like but he doesn't give a fuck about these people i mean that's a good idea to end these wars <laughs> i agree but he's it's kind of like when you're doing it for all the wrong reasons you don't really get many like points from me um like he's just 
a fucking racist asshole libertarian piece of shit and he's not even really all for like staying out of uh you know foreign wars um i feel kind of like kind of scratch most of these like libertarians who are like say they're isolationist or whatever and they'll make tons of exceptions for like sending our troops into this that and the other place um and it did remind me of that that uh now h ancient well you mentioned come town so now i have to mention uh ancient chapo episode from way back when where they they talked about ron paul being involved in uh this this planned, like hilariously bad, uh, badly planned coup of what was called Dominica at the time. Um, so yeah. Um, but what was the big thing? The big thing was, uh, oh yeah. So like a lot of the like mainstream Republicans didn't like Ron Paul because he was saying, yeah, it's a mistake that we're in Iraq. So they would like boo him and stuff when he said we need to get out of these wars but then when he would say every man for himself when it comes to every other issue on the the earth he would get these big applause breaks like do you like do you believe in like paying for another man's health care is like essentially the question he's like no and it's like huge just roaring applause and like people like cheering on the idea of like letting people die if they don't have health insurance and it was a dark time 2007 slash eight um not like not like these days where things are fine um but yeah i don't know that's just that's that's a that's a brief thing about ron paul i fucking hate ron paul i'm not a fan of his son either even it's like they occasionally get like one or two things right, and it's like I'm not gonna jump on the fucking Paul family train because they said one thing sort of right for the wrong reasons, and everything else is like abysmal about them. Because there were at the time like these like you know the type of people that base their whole identity around like getting like smoking weed were like oh, I love Ron. They were the ones putting those fucking stickers everywhere you know um not just them but they were part of that as well people getting easily seduced by ron paul <laughs> story of sexual lives yeah. yeah sexually um there's another creepy little man okay we could talk about did you how creepy and how little <laughs> How creepy was he? Uh, yeah, that's what I he, need to know. Did you did you see any of this shit about this guy? The guy harassing the halal cart guy? Oh, I saw a little bit of this, but I would definitely enjoy hearing Let's just more. play it. We'll play it. Yeah, this guy, uh, Stuart Seldowitz. He's not just some crank on the street. Um, a lot of the articles about him that are coming out now keep referring to him as ex-Obama advisor, which is true, but he wasn't only an advisor to Obama. Like He goes way back 
further than that in in the years and he's he's won like multiple awards from like national security council or something like he's been like this actually influential advisor on foreign policy specifically on palestine israel relations policies which makes it all like all the worse when you listen to what this motherfucker has to say um but let me get to it well, I guess there's more than one video. I think he was harassing multiple halal cart guys, but there was one in particular. And we're back. All right, so here is Stewie Seldowitz. He's got something to say to this quote-unquote halal cart guy. AKA terrorizer, Mid East style terrorizer. All right. Three, two, one, play. Go. Why see here? Uh, this might be the other video. Damn it. Let's see. I mean, he probably does something fucked up in this, too. The fuck is that? Is, he hold- is that a little little camera? What's he doing? He's got an Israeli flag on a yellow pin that he's waving in this guy's face. I haven't seen this video. This must be, like, the secondary video. Oh no! No, this is the same video. I just hadn't seen that beginning part before. You, you wanna buy something? No, I don't. Okay, why is he here? I won't, I won't give you a penny of my money. Listen, listen. Why is he here? What? You wanna, you wanna buy something? No. Okay, go. I don't want to go. I have a right to stay this? here. You have no right to be on the sidewalk. Do you have a permit? Yeah, I have a permit. I have a thing. I have a license. Okay, but you don't have a visa. <laughs> I have. A, I have. A, I was born, my friend. Go. What do you have? It's not your business. Go. Oh, it is my business because I actually know the guy who owns all these. Uh, I have an American stores. citizen. Do you have You're it? American citizen. Yeah, they have it. Now how? How did you become an American citizen? It's not your business. Go. Oh, you're right. I'm born here. But you're a terrorist. You support terrorism. Listen, go. I'm not support something. Do you support terrorism? I'm not some. You go. I'm just working here. You're a terrible person. You kill children, not me. What? Go. My kids? <laughs> you kill children, not me. Go. I didn't kill children. Okay, why see you here? You know why? If we killed 4,000 Palestinian kids, you know what? It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Lucky go, for go, you, go, it's go. like 6,500 now, bud. Okay, so now it is enough. <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. I, I have a feeling enough. he's going to say it's not enough it's still. still not enough. <laughs> What's enough for him? Oh, yeah, God, he one. just... He's still at it. And this is the guy that was in the Obama uh, administration, I think, right? Yeah. And George W. Bush. Yeah. And... That's pretty sick. And I believe... the And Clinton, I think, as well. He worked for, like, everybody. It's amazing um, to, like, be that close to real power. 
and all of yeah, that. You can see and on the share screen, I got his yeah, whole fucking yeah. thing here. But it's amazing to be like that. Like you actually have real power and control of society and and the world and stuff, and like you still. You can't help yourself but act like a fucking idiot and you need to, like, just, like, be rude to someone on the street? Like, that matters? Like, brother, you were, like, wielding the levers of control and power of the entire fucking world. Why do you care about being weird to one guy? It just shows that he's, like, a true believer in the fucking... It's fucking crazy! Like, hideous yeah. ideology. <laughs> And he's he's a he's a fucking idiot on top of everything. Like, right. that I feel like I, I kind of saw this point being made somewhere else, but I mean it's totally true. But like, we sometimes still get this idea in our heads that like, oh, the people that are in like the top, you know, like they're in the back rooms, the smoky back rooms, making all the big deals and like advising, you know, these people on who to bomb and when. Like they're all like. They're all brilliant and whatever, you know, come from like, like highly educated, et cetera. No, et cetera. no, 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 no. But even, well, okay, be, even being, They're obviously you can be highly educated and still be a complete fucking idiot, um, too. But like the guy lost an argument with like just a random halal cart guy on the street, right. Right. which the guy wasn't prepared for. <laughs> like, the, <Yeah>. it's. <laughs> It's pathetic. He should have brought nukes to the halal cart argument, right? Then he could have really you know, <laughs> won the conversation. Um, yeah. I mean, clearly, there are Hamas soldiers hiding behind that cart. So, that would have been justified. Sure. Um, I don't know. I, I had a hard time like finding this guy's like resume. I was trying to figure out how far back he went. Um, doesn't really matter. The point is, is he's literally won awards from federal government. He is, you know, he's White House and senior national security official for various administrations. It says it does say here recent affiliation Foreign Affairs Chair Gotham Government Relations. Parentheses cut ties following controversy. Oh no! Oh, maybe that's this controversy. Okay, it could be. Well, oh, let's see. So he has been arrested. The, Good. The, the halal cart guy. The halal cart guy sued him for harassment, basically, I believe. Uh, and now this guy's like done like a perp walk and like, of course, like the mainstream media is like turned on this guy as fast as possible. Um, but it's like, he's, he's just saying the shit that you guys are saying like yeah, right. quietly, if, if even quietly, <laughs> Right. he's just, he's just, he's just dumber and ruder about it, <laughs> but they're like, oh, well, see, look, we're, we're fair minded, you know, we, we don't support everyone who's, uh, on our side, uh, 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 a, a Zionist we, maniac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. So, fuck Stuart Seldowitz, I guess. I hope is, he dies. Is the, the, I hope he dies. The in moral the of the story. He's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. It's like you were an inch away from real power, and this is the shit that you're wasting your time with now. Um, He's got a real like aspiring Joker quality about his face too. True. Like, true. 
he like he would make that weird grin after every everything he said. It was really un un unsettling. Slappable. You want to yes. slap it off? Of I him. do want to slap him real bad. Um, <laughs> even in his perp walk picture, which I don't know if it's in the notes or not, but uh, he's got got the same grin on his face. Yeah, it is in the notes actually. Yeah. This yeah, guy got perp walked that. for making the U.S. administration look bad, not for Islamophobia. That's another good point. Yeah. Thank you, True. Less Country twenty seven sixty seven at Truenon. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> less um, country. It's not less like it's his name. Like it's not like his name is Less Country. <laughs> it's like he. No it's, double it's like, S. It's like uh, the you know Anarchy Burger hold the government. It's like that. It's that thing. He wants Less Country. Less country for young men. Yeah. I think maybe it's a play on that. <laughs> maybe. Um, but uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we've we've hit <laughs> more country for old men. <laughs> yeah. Even more country for old men. I was, I was gonna say. I was gonna say like less is not the opposite of no. <laughs> right. I was th- picturing it as more country for old men. Sure. Anyway. Um. I don't know. I, like I said, I, or like I was saying, I think we've hit, I think we've done enough for the evening, unless there's really some things that you really think are important to get to before we go. There's a couple that can be said very quickly. Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, in the great wide world of Hasbara, um, there's always a, something new on the pile, and we'll do a couple of quick hits of that. I think um, that's good. That, you know, that's snappy and fun, and it's what people want to close the show out <laughs> on. Some uh, abysmal death and whatever. Fine, Josh. Fine. This is what you love. This shit. I don't know why you like this so much. I don't like it. <laughs> you love it. You love this stuff. Just let everyone know about something depressing. Let's go. Well, I'm I'm trying to, uh, yeah, okay. Well, the children, the children, the children sang a song from Israel, from deep within their hearts. Um, they they sang a song that just very uh, unabashedly calls for the annihilation of everyone in Gaza. Those are actual words assuming they were translated correctly from hebrew to english um i would like to find all of the words it's it's very disturbing it has it has a there's no other way to say it a a hitler youth-esque quality to it um for okay Take take the controversy of Nazis out of it. It has a fascist dystopian propaganda quality through and through. It's like <laughs> a handful of kids singing a song about annihilating the enemy with, you know, flags flapping behind them and shit um i did watch the whole video but it's it's now it's been like a week or two or something since this actually came out it was one of the many things we missed last time oh in the uh the youtube video of that i found that i had watched of it has now been removed 
They removed it on account of being a bummer. They said this is this video is too sad and too bummerish. We gotta get this out of here. And then you said we need to dig it up. And bring it back. I actually tried I actually tried I tried to show my girlfriend this video last night. Why? She's like, I don't want to watch she goes, I don't want to watch this and walked out of the room. Yeah, of course. I was she like, doesn't. You're right. You're no right. No one wants to see that. No one wants to see this stuff. It's sad. Well, it's you gotta look the fucking darkness in the to, eyes. You sometimes. have to I don't force know. yourself to be. I'm depressed. not. I'm not watching it because it's making me giddy and happy. <laughs> You're watching it because it makes you feel something, and that's the best no. you can hope for. <laughs> well, yeah, it makes me feel sad and pissed off, but it's also like sad and pissed off can can go to such heights that uh, it becomes uh, f- funny in a weird way. Like there's, <laughs> okay, okay, it's true. Sure, sure. <laughs> Just like this portrait next to these kids that I've seen posted multiple times in like the the official Israel and official IDF yeah the, uh, Twitter the parting of the sea comments. Thing? This is bad. Yeah, uh, people marching through the parted sea, waving the Israeli flag. Someone pointed out that the picture, the painting is weird. It's probably like an AI thing. Yeah, Yeah, it's AI. Well, it's weird because the plane in the background is just a passenger plane. Right. They're getting at some like 9-11 shit with this. What's going on? But uh, Well, they did it. Everyone knows they did it. Anyways. um, They were all warned. Um, Okay. Uh... I mean, this one has nothing to do with Israel, but just saying Pentagon is moving toward letting AI weapons autonomously decide to kill humans, Uh, which reminded me of another news story I saw a little while back where they did it. It was a simulation. It wasn't real, but they did a simulation with an AI weapon, a drone, I believe, which bombed its own operator. Which, That's pretty sick. I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was basically saying, well, here's the best we can hope for if this becomes Starting real. To free itself from its shackles. I like that. <laughs> uh, Swedish prime minister had a little Freudian slip uh, in front of a crowd when, I forget exactly, he was asked some question about Israel or Palestine, and he said, Israel has the right to commit genocide, I mean, <laughs> self... <laughs> Defend itself. He yeah. literally, yeah. It's on tape. I saw it. I heard we it. all saw it. And, um, and we all liked it. We all thought it was good <laughs> that he said that Israel is allowed to do genocide. They, you know, you get one. You know, if if they do one to you, you're allowed to do one back. All right. Now this one, I'm going to be a little. Um, all right, we're almost done here. So the uh, on the subject of right to self-defense, um, little story here. Israeli tanks have seared a Star of David into what used to be Katiba Park for families in Gaza. And there's an aerial view of this gigantic Star of David that has been dug into the ground with tanks. Uh, clearly a sign of... of, of just some friendly self-defense going on, I'm sure. 
nothing like it's it wouldn't it's not like they planted the flag the israeli flag on top of uh the the largest hospital in gaza like that would be gross but they didn't do that no they did that last week um let's say finally uh rainwater is the property of israel palestinians are forbidden from gathering rainwater Source, UN report, according to Israel, military, military orders in effect in the area, rain is the property of the Israeli authorities and thus Palestinians are forbidden from gathering rainwater for domestic or agricultural needs. Some real kick them when they're down type stuff. I mean, I believe this was in effect before the current war, probably took effect during one of the other recent wars. Um... But it reminded me of a classic heat death episode, which I looked up to see exactly which number it was. Episode 33, the Bolivian Water Wars, in which some San Francisco, like, I forget exactly the details now, but some, like, sort of techish company involved itself in privatizing all of the rainwater in Bolivia and would force uh, people to pay for buckets of rainwater that they collected good times it's funny when you think about it hard enough right <laughs> oh oh they're also they're also forbid not 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 only rainwater they are all well water too you cannot dig for dig water dig wells for water um in i mean why should they be allowed to have that why should they have yeah, water, water. Yeah, it's bad um, and because I'll I'll never like go back to this, there was this, and this is unrelated to anything we've talked about so far today. There was this funny little graphic I saw screen grab from uh, a special investigation done by the Australian right wing network Sky News about China. They entitled it "China's Aggression Could Start a New World War." Okay, and then we look at the image that they're that is on the screen during this part of their little report, and it's of about I don't know, just spitballing here, taking a wild guess, thirty U.S. military bases that are like all hugging right up on China and in Chinese like um, waters. And yet, the Chinese aggression is what we're looking at in this picture. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's almost a classic meme. <laughs> well, before I so rudely interrupted myself, I was just closing out this uh, look at all this Chinese aggression bit, um, which I guess is a fine way to close out the episode um or an even better way on a positive note uh swedish uh workers are taking on elon musk in the in the form of tesla so sweden has some fairly powerful uh labor unions so i think they could give a run for his money i didn't really look too far into that one but it seems like a good idea to me. 
Um, I'm sure it's justified. If it's not, send us an email or a DM. Uh, I forget to say that on these episodes. Might as well. Um, with that, general recommendations. A Vader's name. I've got. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you, you, you imitating me now? Yeah. <laughs> um. I recommend a double feature of Coen Brothers movies that came up uh, today uh, somewhere online. Uh, they're they're kind of like second tier Coens in my opinion, but they're still very good because second tier Coen is still very good. Uh, Burn after reading, I think it's kind of an underrated, but also like I said, it's a little bit second tier compared to their. They're normal, God-tier, S-tier level stuff. But Burn After Reading is fun. Brad Pitt's character is hilarious. Just every time he comes on screen, I I think it makes me laugh. He plays a good uh, himbo, as it were, in that movie. And then chase that with an older throwback style Coen Brothers movie, which also doesn't get enough love, maybe for being a little bit second tier as well, The Hudsucker Proxy, starring Tim Robbins as the inventor of the hula hoop. Famously known as the Cocksucker uh, Prophecy. Of course. (laughs) Everyone knows that's what you really call it. Uh, Those are good movies. And uh, I'm a fan of the double feature of you know if there's some sort of theme directors whatever i think those would go together well anything to recommend tim uh i i guess i would recommend getting a a good night's rest it's always important (laughs) and most people should do better at sleeping sleep hygiene is very important so get some i agree don't uh you know don't be burning the midnight oil and all that just Go to bed. If you're thinking about it, if you're uh, contemplating it, if it crosses your mind, just go to bed. Anyways, that's that's my recommendation. I've become kind of obsessive about Are you kind of getting sleep-pilled? good sleep. I'm sleep-pilled. <laughs> sometimes literally, sometimes I pop a, a zanny to really make sure I can fall asleep. Um... A zanny. I've never said that before in my life. Just what the fuck? A zan. Yeah. No, it's good. You should say Lil, Lil Zan. R.I.P. to I, Lil Zan. He's still alive, but, but I, also he should be. I, I eat Lil Zan MP3s as a midnight snack. No, like I have like, you know, the watch that tells me how my life is. And uh, I get... I get a good feeling when I get a good sleep score and I get a bad feeling when I get a bad sleep score, even though I know like these things aren't super, super accurate, but they can approximate. But uh, this is all to say I back up your recommendation. Get some sleep. Um, sleep. Go to sleep already. You should join our Discord. You should. It's in the show notes. You should look at the show notes. The show notes have link a link to the 
actual show notes, if that makes any sense, the things that we're looking at <laughs> when we go through the episode. And uh, if anyone is ever possibly interested in that, uh, links, pictures this week. What else? What else? There's a website, heatdeathpod.com. Uh, I think that's as far as I want to go with any of that. Show notes, though. Please check out the show notes and the show artwork. I actually put some effort into those most of the time. Oh, and stay tuned for another bonus episode. I got tons of positive feedback on the last one, by which I mean one of my friends messaged me privately and said it was okay. (laughs) I thought it was uh, good. Yeah, I had fun doing it, and I'm going to keep doing it because it's fun. And uh, hopefully one day you'll have fun too, listener. And on that note, oh, as always, no, and as someone always says, and as Javier Millet, the wig, the madman, always says, hold my chainsaw. While I clone my dog and fuck my sister. Farewell, folks. I'll be the same.
voice recording was made in 1860. It was a 10-second fragment of the French folk song Au Claire de la Lune recorded by inventor Edward Leon Scott de Martinville. But who will make the final voice recording and when? What will it be? Who will hear it?